well, well, well. So we keep making these promises that we're going to drop. No, see, this is why I said <laughs> I've never made promises. I don't make promises that I know I'm going to break, which yeah. is why, which is why I say what I say. And you always be like, that's why. That is That wasn't even audible. Like, what was that? Exactly. That's how okay. it sounds to me All because right. I'm, I know that this mm-hmm. is what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. But like I said, we keep making promises no, that we're going to drop on a certain day. It's not a we. It's, it's not definitely a we because there's no me and you no more. We're together. It's a one. That's lies because <laughs> we can go back and roll tape. Okay. But like I said, like I'm continuing to say, we keep making these promises and we're going to drop every now and this this time and that time. Just none can't of that, let you have it. That's just, it's, it's out the door. We're just going to drop whenever. <laughs> yeah. But if you are just now tuning in, my name is Ashad. And I'm Destiny. And this is not your average. Um, what episode are we on? Who knows? <laughs> um, oh, man. You want me to look it up? Yeah, look it up. Let's see. We are on. Do, 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 do. Wait, I don't your, have the thing. Your Jeopardy noise? We're, yeah. We're on episode 17. Are we really? Yeah. Get out of town. Episode 17. And we're not making any more promises. We're just going to drop them when we want to drop. For the record, I never made a promise to you guys. For the record, when you get married, there's no such thing as you and me. It's all we. For the record, we are still individuals. Even when you get married. For the record, that is true. That is true. Um... But yeah, we've been doing good. We're doing great. In terms of what are you referring to? Because I'm like, Life. if we're talking about oh, because if we're talking about the podcast, we're doing horribly. Oh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> as as far into doing a podcast, we're doing bad. Uh, our listenership has went up. Apparently, you know, we just got this Spotify rap thing, and it showed that like we're up four hundred percent, which is cool. I don't know what that means. Yeah, but it's cool. Um, and we have nice. I guess we got some listeners and. Belgium. Shout out to Belgium, whoever you are. One of my long lost cousins or something. You know how Africans be. They be everywhere. Shout out to Belgium. (laughs) 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 But uh, other than that, us personally, we've been doing great. Oh, I have an icebreaker that pertains to that. Okay. We still going, we're still going through uh, 2020. We're reaching the end. It's almost there. We got a new president. Shouts out to that. Um, okay, so, okay, this is my episode. Okay, so your episode. You do what you do then. All right, so, like, okay, our <laughs> icebreaker is I was going to ask you, like, how do you feel like you're doing so far? Or, like, I feel like we should do, like, a like parenthood update because now we are parents. I was going to get to that. Well, we're here now. We're there now. <laughs> so, what's your parenthood update as far as like, you know, how you feel you you've been doing as a parent, or just just update update me, update the people. Um, I think I've been doing good. Okay. Um, it's sometimes where it just get, like get hard. You know, like, like you personally, you know, don't talk about like. That's what I'm talking about. Me. It's hard for me. I mean, you we parent differently, but we kind yeah. of do the same thing. 
but uh, it's just been hard because some sometimes it gets hard because I wish I could just read baby's mind, man. Mm. I wish I can read baby's mind because I sometimes I just don't know what she wants. Yeah, you tried every trick in the book. You uh, tried to like sit her up in a position to help her poop. Maybe she don't have to poop. You know, tap on the back, rub on the back, try to get her to burp. Maybe she don't have to burp. Maybe she's hungry. No, she don't want a bottle. <laughs> and you know, I find that interesting. <laughs> yeah. Because I feel like it's easier for me to know what she wants than it is for you to. Or like, that's what I've observed. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. That sometimes I'm like, Like no. sometimes it comes naturally. It's just like, oh, I know what you want. And like the other day <laughs> we were talking about her cries. And yeah. I was like, that's not her I'm hungry cry. And you're like, they all sound the same to me. <laughs> and I was like, no, they're definitely different. Like she has like three distinct cries. One where I was just like, I'm just making noise just to be making noise. Cause I'm fighting sleep. Another one where it's like, I'm hungry. Like my stomach's in my back. And then another one where it's just, you know, I just don't want to be doing whatever it is that I'm doing right now. Like I'm in, I'm in pain or you're bothering me. Yeah. I'm <laughs> like, I'm not dying, but I don't want you to be doing whatever well, She's bothered. She screams. She doesn't cry. She just squeals. Yeah. And it's like, all right, cool. I, I understand that you don't want to be bothered right now. So, but you're like, they all sound the same to me. And they I'm do. Like, I was no. like, sometimes they just all sound the same. When she was younger, I, I think I, I was able to distinct them, to like, tell them apart. Yeah. Um, but as she, like, got older, I'm like, man, I don't know what you want. She's, she's very loud. She's a very loud baby, which I love. Do you want to do what you want? And then sometimes it's just like the most simplest thing in the world. I just put her in my lap because she want to watch TV. Yeah, she really, she's <laughs> You really want to cool. watch TV? You're too young to watch TV. You don't even know what's going on. You're just looking at the colors. <laughs> hey, it's all learning. Stimulation. Tis true. Tis true. What about you? Um. So I think I had an epiphany like recently about like what type of what type of parent I want to be um not necessarily like well I guess that, that bleeds into like how I want to parent um and I feel like it's really been helping me to become the mom that ultimately I want to be not only for her but also for our our kids in the future god willing um and that revelation was that I want to be, it kind of goes, you know, the infamous the Will Smith quote where he talks about being like a gardener over your children and yada, yada, yada. Um, but it Nobody know of, what that is. You got to explain that. Everybody knows what that is. I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> well, he went, I think he was on the Red Table Talk or something like that. Uh, okay. Or he did an interview somewhere and um, he was talking about how him and Jada parented. And oh, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about now. See? Everybody knows it. I you know had to you refresh my memory, man. Okay, so, yeah. But now I'm here. I might as well continue saying what I was saying. <laughs> but they were talking about how, you know, they their philosophy for parenting was like they're gardeners, you know, and their children are like the seeds yeah. that were planted. And they are just, they are just there as parents to, like, tend to the seed and help the seed do what it is already destined to do. Right. And so I feel like 
I've taken that philosophy and also taken it a, a, just a little step further just to say, like, I'm not even the gardener. I'm the groundskeep. You know what I'm saying? Like, God is the gardener. Right. He planted the seed. He knows what seed he planted. And he knows I, the, the future of it, what it's going to become. You know, it's going to become an azalea if it's an azalea. You know exactly. I mean? But yeah. I'm my job is just to show up every day and make sure that junk is watered. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because the azalea is already planted. It's you already just got to make sure that azalea is. And because I didn't plant it, I don't know what it is. Right. True. true. Until it breaks surface. Unless you got a label. <laughs> you're you're taking it a step where I don't want it to take it. Just on the surface, I don't know what it is until it it um breaks surface, you yeah. know, and then until it blossoms and blooms. And in order for that to happen, in order for me to find out what that is, like I have to show up every day. Right. And I have to do my job, which is water the plant. And just guide it, like you do a very good job. The gardener doesn't con- like the gardener doesn't plant an apple seed and then halfway down the line change his mind and be like, actually, I want you to be an orange. You can't do that. Exactly. <laughs> you know, like you don't determine what this thing is going to be. It already is going to be what it is. Yeah, if she's supposed to be a loud baby. She's going to be a loud baby, and she's a very loud baby. Like right, not and just so- crying. We're not even talking about crying. That's just her talking. Her voice talking is voice is loud. Her just. I'm sitting here screaming just because I want to scream is loud. She burps loud. She farts loud. She breathes loud. <laughs> she sleeps loudly. Like it's everything's just loud. But this I'm is like a very loud baby. I'm like Man. that's. I'm like I'm pretty sure that's gonna turn into something when you get older. You yeah. know, like you're gonna be speaking or something like that. You know what I mean? Like that's she's just... gonna be a loud talker. Like you know how them kids that just be talking loud like use your inside voice, but that's their inside voice. No, I'm not even talking about that, but I feel like some way along the line that like if we cultivate that and kind of not really snuff that out of her, mm-hmm. you know, that could that, that could be, be part something. of yeah, part of who she's destined to be. Like yeah. Say she's meant to be a singer. Like, you need a loud voice. She needs a loud voice. She needs the vocals that she has. Yeah, if she's going to be in theater, you know, or the opera or whatever. Or if she's going to be a public speaker in Mm. public relations or something like where she needs to project. You know what I'm saying? Like, but if we tell her, like, be quiet, be quiet, be quiet, be quiet all the time, then she may not. That flame won't get snuffed out because there's too many people trying to smother it. Exactly. And so I've just been looking at her. Now that we've had, you know, four months to get to know her, I've just been looking at her and looking at those different things. And I'm like, I don't want to be your first naysayer. Yeah. You know, a lot of parents actually be the first. No, you can't do that. Without even really knowing it. Yeah, they're just doing it because they know the world. Exactly. (laughs) But I don't want to be that. And I was actually doing a devotion the other. I was reading a devotion the other day that was talking about imperfect parenting. And one of the things that they spoke about was that was like, um, you know, as parents, we're not here to control our children, you know? So sometimes that means that we have to let them make whatever mistakes that they're going to make. Like, we can't always control their outcome. Right. The only, you know, they, they said a rule of thumb is, like, before you tell your kid, 
what to do or what not to do, especially when they get to like teenage and young adulthood life, um, you should ask like, okay, is the outcome of this thing that they're about to do going to be hard to recover from? If the answer is yes, then you step in and be like, yo, this is going to be like, hard like you to, could lose a limb or yeah. something, you know, like this is going to be hard you for you your to eye. bounce back. You can't just bounce back like, oh, wake up in the morning, you rejuvenated. Right. It's not just like, oh, I learned my lesson type thing. Like yeah. it's going to be hard for you to bounce back from this. You might need a prosthetic. And so, <laughs> you know, and so then you jump in. But if the answer is no, and it's like, you know, there's a lesson to be learned here, but they will live another day. Then yeah. you just let them make let a them mistake. It. you know? It's kind of like um, touch a high stove, you get burned type thing. Yeah. But it's except like if, if the stove's on fire, you don't let your kid jump in the fire. <laughs> you know, I guess that's the best way I can explain it. Like the stove, you can turn, touch the stove, move your hand. But if you jump in a fire full body, you're going to come out with some burns like all over your body. and You can't come back from that. Yeah, you can heal from a, like a quick touch. Your palm is gonna go back to the same thing, which is crazy. Your hand is the only thing that does that. Yeah, well, it depends on how long you keep it on there, but most of the time your hand is gonna go back to where it was. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's my update. It's very long update. update very long update, longer than mine. But I'm just, you know, these I'm a thinker, and these are the things that I've been thinking about. So, you know, these are my thoughts. So, we talked about our little update as parents. Yes. But um, I remember it was a wild question that you asked me like a couple of days ago. Um, you asked me like, because you know, with a baby, sometimes things are limited to do, like intimacy. Because you always, you, you get caught up in being a parent, but you, you just focus on being a, a parent that you forget that you also, you also have a partner. Mm-hmm. that y'all have you know things that y'all have to do together like being intimate mm-hmm. you know and everybody has different versions of intimacy uh or definitions of intimacy whatever your version may be just say that's affected okay. by having a kid okay before we because i know where you're going but okay before we get into that i just want to shout you out big you up one time for the one time what did i do and say let me just Okay. <laughs> just sit there and look pretty, okay? Um, I just want to say thanks for being here because I've been, I mean, I did ask you this question that you're about to unveil, but I also asked you, like, oh, a couple of days ago, like, would you be able to do this by yourself? Like, do everything that we've been doing this past couple months? Oh, and I told you, I said no. <laughs> I know, but that question got me no. thinking, like, would I be able to do this by myself? And so I just... Throughout these days, you know, I have nothing but time. <laughs> well, the, to, to just, like properly answer that question, so it'll seem like, uh, like if I had a baby and she wasn't here, I just give up on the kid. If I had to just listen, I'm about to. Okay. I got you. All right. Okay. All right. Cool. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, on that point, I was like, I don't. Like it's crazy to think that people have to do this by themselves now. You know, if I had to, you rise to the occasion. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you have to. But would I willingly choose to do this by myself? Not in a million years. And all things considered, everything having gone the way that it did, and the only thing different being you not being here, you know, like, 
now sitting here as I am, would I be able to do that by myself? Would I think that I'd be able to do it by myself? Yeah, but it'd be hard as hell. Yeah. You know, and so I just appreciate you choosing to, to show up and to be here. You know, me and my philosophy on fatherhood, it's kind of like motherhood. Like, I know if you like mama's baby, daddy's maybe, that's a whole different thing. Like, if you know that's your child, I don't understand how people can just up and leave your flesh. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now and then me being an actual dad, I can't, how do I, I can't fathom it. Like, you know, that's and mine. It, see, this, is, this is going, I didn't want this to go down okay. a different path, but like, yeah. Cause I even think about my parents and like how they were married. And then my mother left. She took all of us kids and left. And then from what I understand of the story, my dad didn't really go after her. And so even you saying that, I'm like, I still don't understand how he could just not go after, like go after, you know, even if you don't want to deal with my mom, like yeah. those are your kids, like you this, know. That little girl down there has my face. Like, yeah. <laughs> you look like me. You, you, and my <laughs> sister and my brother look just like my dad. Yeah, so, so it's like, like, how could you not, you know, and then from the other standpoint of it, like how could you just up and take your kids away from yeah. their dad, you know? So true, true. now that we're parents and now that, you know, I'm thinking about all these things, like certain what? things you just can't understand. Like, yeah. How, what, what were y'all think? Well, how did you, what? But <laughs> you know, it's hindsight is 2020. Yeah. And I feel like there are things that we don't understand now because we're not going through it. But yeah. in the moment you probably feel like it's the best thing that you could do. Right, right. Or that you feel so strongly about this thing that, you know, you do what you feel like is best and that is what it is. But anyway. Appreciate the shout out. Yeah. I really appreciate it. That made my, my heart grow three times. Well, that's what I set out to you do. You know what I'm saying? Like a Grinch. I'm not really a Grinch, but it made my heart grow three times. Yeah, I try. Because I was really. my chest right now. I was, I can see it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I really, uh, I really was just, I've been pondering a lot of things. And, you know, I'm a thinker, like I said. I'm always in, in, in deep thought or in reflection. And I've just been like, man, like, I could do this by myself, but well, I can't. Would I willingly do this by myself? But I can't imagine doing it by myself, yeah. you know. Like, I could. I know I can. Yeah. I have the capability of figuring it out. But if I had the out. choice between choosing to do it with a father and not a father, I'm going to choose with the with a father. That's what you're saying. Same with me. If I had a choice... Hey, you get a kid, you're like, all right, you had to choose between not having a mom and having a mom. We're going to choose that mom all the time because it makes things a lot easier. Yeah, and it even goes down to, like, you being able to work from home. And yeah. I don't necessarily, or I didn't necessarily have to go back to my job. Yeah. Um, and, you know, with the coronavirus and put us all in danger, or even just put myself in danger. And yeah, at that time, that like, that was, was straight pregnant. into pregnancy. Yeah, and like, so now, even now, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm able to to be home and, and be and figure out the type of mom that I want to be. But I'm like, I was even thinking about, like, man, to think, I mean, because we're way past the six weeks maternity leave that I would have got. Way. And I'm like, 
she was so tiny at six weeks. Very tiny baby. You know, like she was six pounds, barely even figuring out life at six weeks. And then I would have had to go back to work and I would be working 40 hours a week. And, you know, the whole day that she's awake, pretty much I would have been at work. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then like, I don't know. I was just thinking like, I don't know. It's like when I was thinking like, thank God. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I'm glad that we are. I'm very grateful that we are able to be in the situation that we're in because I'm just like, oh, and then we just went through the sleep regression. Oh man. I'm like, I can't imagine going through that and still having to get up to be at work at five o'clock in the morning. Right. Now, with the sleep regression, that's hard right there because you have a child that's literally fighting sleep. Like she wants to go to sleep, but she can't find herself to put herself to sleep because of FOMO. That's what I call it. FOMO, fear of missing out. Well, it's not only that, it's a biological thing too. Because at, at the three, four month mark, you know, Babies aren't born with a circadian rhythm, so they don't know day from night. Nobody know what that means. Day from night. Like, they don't they don't have a concept of time. I was time. just making sure that you gave it, because people probably, like, look over there, probably pondering and say, what the hell is circadian rhythm? <laughs> they don't what know. They don't have concept of time. Like, they don't know what's day, what's night, because in the womb, there is no rising sun yeah. or setting sun. It's just darkness. <laughs> it's just, you know. Darkness and liquid. And, I mean, there's shadows and stuff. Anyway. So they don't, they're not born with that. And so it doesn't really develop until around the three, four month mark. And then that's when their body actually starts to produce more melatonin to help them like fall asleep asleep and stay asleep. But in the process of producing that, it's almost, it's really weird. Like in the process of your body, you know, or you learning how to differentiate day from night and producing melatonin to fall asleep. Like you have a hard time sleeping. Yeah. So, so like we kind of we're kind of I think we're at the end of it. I feel so. Yeah, because like she's her her like when I put her in her morning naps, you know what I mean. So I can just sit there on the side of her, let her yelp a couple times, blah 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 blah, and then all of a sudden that blah blah blah, blah that blah yeah. is gonna go away, and then she's gonna be. I look down. And she's not. She's knocked out. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't have to rock her. I didn't have to give her a pacifier. I try to. I pacifier is like the last result for us. Like, let you do what you do, figure it out. We gonna we gonna look at you, talk to you a little bit, you know, because that's what we do. We talk to our kid, and if she calms down with us, just having a conversation, that's great. Even though she probably doesn't know what we're saying at the, at this time, I guess just our voice calms her down. Yeah. And we don't have to use the pacifier. It just like in extreme cases. And sometimes in extreme cases, she doesn't even want that pacifier. She just, I don't know. Wants to be held. Just wants to be held. Yeah. And like sometimes she's like moves her hands and you just got to hold her a little bit tight and like in a safe position so where she can just chill. But um, that's another <laughs> part of it too about the sleep progression is like the reason why it's so hard for them to fall asleep is because they're trying to. Um, their body keeps waking up to make sure that they're safe, which is part of it's serotonin and melatonin. Yeah, serotonin is like the feeling of security, 
you know, and then melatonin is like what helps you fall asleep or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so they're happening at the same time. They're being produced at the same time. And so with them, like the reason why they wake up so often or more often than they used to is because their body's like, it's like a, I read it being described as like a, um, like your own alarm system. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it wakes you up to make sure that everything's safe yeah i'm still in a safe space and stuff like that so then you can go back to sleep and and sleep or whatever yeah so yeah so during that time like we even transitioned to her to like we, we were kind of co-sleeping now and like she's in a bed with us and everything because for some reason during this i don't know i don't know about right now but we haven't tried it since the sleep regression thing started she just did not like the the crib like it's it was a no-go man <laughs> as soon as you put her down is i'm back up it was instant. Yeah. So we're, we're kind of switched to the sleep, co-sleeping thing. And she's been doing very, very, very well. And, like, every day I tell her I'm proud of her because she's always achieving something. You know, I've never seen a kid grow up from day one to to one years old. So, like, all of this is brand new to me. And every day I'm, I'm surprised. I'm like, wow. I remember the first time we heard her laugh. And I was like, oh, you're getting your laugh. Now, every now and then, if she finds something super funny, she'll <laughs> laugh her butt off. Yeah. And it's the cutest stuff ever, and I mm-hmm. love her laugh. Yeah. I'm not going to tell her stop laughing so loud, because she can laugh as loud as possible mm-hmm. around me, around you. I don't know about anybody else, but they're not going to shut down our kid. Be loud. <laughs> yeah. Especially her being like a little black girl. Yeah. I'm like, the world is out to out to snuff you, period. It's very. It sounds very vicious, but it is vicious. Being a, a black girl and then growing up into being a black woman is like, the world is going to tell you so many no's, you know? I don't want you to come back in into your sacred place, aka your home, and look at, you know, the two people who are supposed to be your number one fans, and then we be telling you the same thing that the world is telling you. Right. You know what I mean? Like this, if and if not, if not anywhere else, here should be the one place that you can be fully who you who you are, not yeah. who they want you to be, not who we want you to be, but just who whoever you want to be or who you are. Like here, this home should be the one place where you can do that. Get wine and be yourself. Yeah, if you can't be that in in the world, which a lot of times you can't, you know, you're a black face in a white space. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, we watched. Um, I don't know if anybody watched Belief in Fatherhood, but we we do. It's a black family. Um, they produce a short family, I mean, a short, short film, film. <laughs> <laughs> a short film called Black Magic. Black Joy is Magic, and it's on YouTube right now. YouTube Originals. Um, and I guess it was just telling the day and day of day and day of a, a black man, like on the news, he woke up this morning, he seen a black person get killed on TV and he started his day off having fun. He took a good shower, was dancing and stuff, listening to all this music and everything, flipping eggs, had a good breakfast. And you see on the news, another black man is shot and then it kind of just ruins just brings the mood down. Yeah. But he still had it on the up and up. He's like, all right, cool. I'm still get to go to work. Goes outside. Neighbor is a white guy. Well, 
First, First all, his friend. His kiss me ass friend, his like my friend, grandmother would say. His friend is, called him. Tell me, hey man, did you see the news? Did you see the news? Did, he was like, what do you mean? Bro, did you watch the news? And he had like a little laughing undertone with it. There's a white guy, white friend, calling him, say, did you see the news? Okay, we're not going to tell you the whole thing, but... The friend is... I'm just going to tell you this part. The friend was like, did you see the news? There was a black guy that got killed. <laughs> and, you know, you know what I say, you know what I'm saying? Uh, if you do the crime, do the time. Some some type of bull crap line like that. Yeah. And it was like, what? Yeah. Y'all you called your black friend it. to tell him that a black man got killed and that the black man deserved it. <laughs> yeah. Did any of that feel, sound right? Like, what 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 gave you the the audacity. the audacity to call your black friend to tell him that that black man deserved to get killed? Anyway, but go watch it. Go watch the film. It's a cool short film. I think about thirty minutes of your time. Yeah. And you know it makes you think. You know what I mean? But it, it's it's cool to see as a you know black person. It doesn't, it doesn't, because it's like, you've been there. Yeah. So, it almost, sadly, it's almost second nature. Yeah. Like, so you don't even have to think about. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, but it's always cool to support black people. Yeah. <laughs> so, go watch it. It was a short film by Belief, from Belief and Fatherhood. And, um, yeah, we watched it today. It was pretty cool. Um, but, yeah. back to what we were talking about earlier, we were talking about intimacy. Yes, into the actual main topic of this the main topic Episode. of this podcast. We're 30 intimacy. minutes in. <laughs> 30 minutes in and we're finally talking on the topic. <laughs> That's so fine. So <laughs> intimacy, you know, as I was saying, like, with the kid comes, like, you know, you're so focused on the kid. Wait, so go back to, I had asked you the question. Oh, yeah. It was a wild question that she just asked me. She was like, um, if you had a choice, would you forego intimacy for the rest of this this marriage. First of all, Something like I that. ain't say it like that. <laughs> say what you said then. <laughs> I ain't say all of that. Say what you said then. I said, I don't even know if I asked you. You did. I think I just like made a statement about myself. Well, I guess I, I kind of did ask It's all the same. You. Well, I was just like, would you, would you be able to not have sex again? That was it. <laughs> That's what I felt like. It was all I said. I don't know if I, I didn't say no forego. Hey, look, I was <laughs> so. I'm gonna chop it up to just intimacy. So yeah. Whatever your 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 definition. At first, of it started is. off with sex because yeah. I mean, obviously, it's a big thing. It's Not big only thing. is like, do you have a kid now, but also as as a woman that who just gave birth or ushered life into this world, my body's going through some things, and so like you know. And then I had a C-section. So that's a whole other thing. And so, like, you know, you fall off the horse, you got to get back on or whatever. But anyway, so I I started with that. But then I was like, and then I asked you, like, about intimacy. Like, do you think sex, like, sex is intimacy? Like, they're one and the same? Or do you think sex is a part of intimacy? And I said it or was a part of. Or intimacy is a part of sex. I said sex is a part of intimacy. No, at first you said that sex is like the climax of intimacy. Yeah, yeah. And then we looked up so the still whole a part. pyramid. Oh yeah, <laughs> you're not gonna talk yeah. about the pyramid. <laughs> Trying to see where it fits on the pyramid or whatever. 
And so I was like, I asked you, like, so you don't think that, like, after sex, like, there's nothing after that, you know, like you you haven't, say, yeah. you you aren't fully intimate unless you've had sex. I said it's 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 something after sex. I'd say that it just depends on who you are. Like me, let's just say you know we're not doing things that just makes my uh, endorphins go up other than sex. Like, you and me watching a good movie together. You and me. And so that's where we yeah. I came in with the love languages and stuff. You know, or we just on the couch, we're just, you know, cuddled up on each other, watching a great show or a great movie or something like that. Quality time. QT. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's one of your top three and that's one of my top three. Yeah, that's something that makes my endorphins shoot through the roof. I like that because I'm enjoying something that I like with a person that I love. So Oh, that's cute. That that um it kinda that is on top of my list way you know, after sex. Like sex is cool and everything. I enjoy it. I enjoy it with you. <laughs> but it's not it's not something that defines our relationship. Okay, so yeah, that's what I was saying. So then I was like, well if you think that sex is just a part of being intimate, then could you, like, could you go without sex for the rest of, like, if we if we never got back to that, would you still be able to be intimate? And I said no. I, I, you did? I didn't. I said it now. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? Did I miss that? I said it now. And that's because, like I said, it's something that I enjoy with you. It's one of those things again, you know. It's quality time. Mm-hmm. I put it in that category sometimes, you know, because that's what it is. Mm-hmm. You're an intimate person that you love. That's valid. And you are doing something that some people view as sacred. You know what I'm saying? You're, mm-hmm. you're sharing experience with each other. You're sharing your body with each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? Breath of a breath. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, I think it's. It's a it's a very important part of a marriage. Yeah, but then like that's why I posed the question because again I run through these things in my head all the time. I see. And so I'm like, it is a people always say that that it's a very important part of a marriage. But like, what if we can't have sex anymore? What would you do? Would you still be able to be intimate? Me, I have other things that I'm intimate. And I got I, I can use the experience intimacy, you know. Like I said, everyone has a different definition of intimacy. Some people intimacy intimacy is is sex. It's all it is. I don't care what you talk about. Intimacy intim, intimacy for them <laughs> is sex. For me, Having it's a hard just time there. yeah. I say it too much. <laughs> for me, it is quality time. Right. You know, that's mm-hmm. intimacy for me. I like spending time with you. We can be eating food. We can go out on a walk, go to the park. You know, quality time. That's my intimacy. Mm-hmm. What about you? So, oh, that's what I said when we were talking about, like, how I've never felt like I am was one of those people where I'm like, oh, my God, I can't go. X amount of months or whatever without having sex. So, like, I've never felt... Like, I was one of those type of people. And so I was like, 
if we never had sex again, I think I could be okay. At least for a little while. But like you said, it is something that I enjoy to partake in with you because you're my partner. But like, again, I'm always thinking about like, you know, what if things were different? Like if I weren't, if we never, like if we never got together, if we never, you know, got married and all this kind of stuff. And I was just a single girl in the world living by myself. Like, I don't think I'd just be out there having sex like that. And I would be 100% okay with that. You know me, you know what I'm saying? I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. <laughs> but that's no. why I was just like, like, if we never can do that again, you know, like, what would that look like? Would we still be able to be married? Because, you know, that is the notion that, you know, no a happy marriage. marriage is like three well, times it, a week or some or healthy or whatever. Something I wish like they that. could see my face right now. That's not a thing. Uh, that's I'll be tired, man. <laughs> but that's what they say. You know, that's what the experts say. Like two or three times a week or whatever is like healthy sex life or whatever, especially in a marriage. Not when you got a baby, whenever you got time. <laughs> but then that's when I asked you, like, because you know, you there's time. there's those people who you know they get so consumed in being parents that they lose the intimacy in their relationship and, all and a lot of parents. it huh and all they are left with is just being parents yeah and a lot of that stems from they've stopped having sex and they don't even realize they've stopped having sex yeah and then you know 10 years down the line or like three years even three years down the line they're like oh my god we have a three-year-old or we have a a preschooler and we haven't had time for each other but it always starts with sex but you know if you investigate it it's usually much deeper than that yeah but like like sex is like the first thing to go and then from there you know you stop checking in on one another and you stop really connecting with one another because you're just drones who are hovering around the child yeah and just (laughs) ping-ponging back and forth with with the kid yeah and so that's why i was like where was I going with that? I just completely forgot where I was going with that whole thought. In a synopsis, I have that's that's kind of like I don't know. It was weird that you asked that because I'm actually going through. I was going through that kind of stage. Like, what do you mean? I was talking to like friends, uh-huh. mainly uh, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you ain't gotta put my man's out there like that. Bro. I was just like, I say because he, you know, he's going through something right now, man. He, he you got him a little his name out. His no, say his name. He got a little, you know, thing going on. You know, someone he he really, really is into. You know what I'm saying? And I can see a future with them. And um, I was telling him like, says I was talking about the baby, and I was like, yeah, I'm kind of in the stage where like I see a lot of people who, you know, forego just being with their partner, having fun with their partner, just strictly being parents. I said, I don't, I don't, I don't really want to do that. So I said, I'm like, I'm always trying to find time to spend with Destiny. Like, so I don't, we don't grow out of our friendship because that's where we were at first before we became parents. And I want to keep that there. Aw, that's you know I mean? so sweet. So like, I was telling him, I was like, so yeah. You talk a lot about me when I'm asleep, don't you? Yeah, stay asleep. I can talk more about you. <laughs> hey, I'm not losing <laughs> sleep. <laughs> but no, um, 
because you know we started watching Survivor and everything, and that's I have I didn't watch any part without you. Yeah, you know I mean, and I'm, the only reason I didn't do that because you know when the that's baby like go to sleep, thing that's our thing. We're watching Survivor, <laughs> we're such parents, <laughs> or we're watching This Is Us, or we're watching Blackish, or we're watching. Um, any type of show that's on that we enjoy, you know, yeah, like we finished half and half. Yeah, we watched the whole thing of half and half. We watched the whole thing of one on one. We're about to start. Well, she's watching Sister Sister, and I glance in every now and then because I already seen Sister Sister when it was on Disney Channel. Yeah, but um, about to, after she finished that, we're gonna do Girlfriends. You know, just like it's, it's people are like, oh man, y'all don't go out to eat. It's a pandemic, first of all. Number one. <laughs> um, but that's that's good for us. That gives us time. We talk about the show. We bond over the show. And we have conversations about what's going on in that show. Especially Survivor. Boy. Especially Survivor. They, If y'all haven't seen that, go watch it. It's a bunch of dummies. Stressed. It's a bunch of dummies in there, man. They make some stupid decisions. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's stuff like that. And, and it's also like... It's also cool, like when we agree on things, and that's that's another like relationship builder and everything. You know, what I'm saying like somebody doing something stupid on TV, I'm like oh they stupid, ain't they? You know, this right. It's cool to do that. Russell needs to go. <laughs> right, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> so like you know, it's just it's 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 a nice little relationship builder. You know, even though like we can't do much right now because of COVID. You and, know, then and, and then we, then have, we have a an, baby, an infant. Yeah, we have an infant, so, <laughs> so. we don't want to just get caught up with being just parents. I still want to have my best friend, you know what I mean? Oh, so don't make me cry. Call that on. <laughs> <laughs> That's so sweet. That's so nice. You have your best friend? I told you just like 30 times before. I know, but it just sounds so good to hear you say it. <laughs> you know? I tell you this all the time. Man. You're my best friend. Hey, that's how I'm supposed to be. Yeah. I tell like... you everything. You know everything about me. If I got a bump on my butt, I'm telling you first. Good to know. So I say all of that to say is that like I don't just want to be stuck with being a parent. You know what I mean? Because we got to cater to one another. Do you agree? Yeah, and I mean, I feel like that's why we have worked so well. And I don't want to sound... Braggadocious. Yeah, or even like... Braggadocious. I said braggadocious. I know what you meant. Or even like, um, kind of like like know-it-all-ish mm-hmm. you know like oh you know we know all these things or we have such, such the greatest relationship and you know we've been together for x amount of years yada 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 our marriage is great or whatever because i mean we have our bumps in the road and we haven't been together you know in the grand scheme of a lifetime or whatever we've only been together for a small portion of that but got about four more years before we hit a decade. It's gonna be great. Celebrate the ten years. We have five years before we hit a decade. This year already over. But we just made five years three months. This ago. year is already over. We just made five years. Two thousand twenty doesn't exist. Okay. 
Anyway, we've been together for five years, and I'm like, you know, those five years have been pretty good. But at the same time, <laughs> you, you, you sure have been forgetting a lot of your, your train of thoughts. Bro, I'm like, what's just going tired. on? <laughs> this is what goes on when you have a baby. <laughs> this is why I'm asleep by this time because there's no more things for me to think at this point. Like after breastfeeding and putting her to sleep and yada yada yada. Um, what was I saying? Oh, okay. So, yeah, I don't want to sound braggadocious and I don't want to be like, oh, we know what we're doing. But at the same time, even though we have had our bumps in the road and stuff like that, I still feel like, like you said, at the end of the day, we've like our friendship is still there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And like, because I fight with my friends. I fight, I fought a lot with my sister. Yeah. Just because that's the closest relationship that I've ever had with anybody was with my twin sister. And so, like, that's kind of like a benchmark for me. I don't know if that's beneficial or detrimental, but it's like whenever I, um, I guess for our relationship, I'm like, okay, if I could get over something like this with my sister, then I can get over it with my husband. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it's kind of like, I wouldn't say it's on the same level as, like, the friendship is on the same level as my sisterhood. But when it comes to... I was your to, twin. I can't, be, I can't get that. I know, but I'm <laughs> saying, like, because when, when she passed, I did research on, you know, that sort of loss. And what I, what I learned from the experts on the internet is that, you know, the loss of a twin like the the way it registers in the human body and that level of pain is equivalent to like losing a spouse because your twin is in your brain, you know, is your lifetime partner. And then when you get married, your spouse is your lifetime partner, you know? Supposed to be. Supposedly. And so, um, you know, like it's that same pain. So... I'm going to be your lifetime partner, but I'm just saying for other folks, they might, some people don't believe that. Right. And some people got a divorce. Right. Which I have another topic for another day, but we'll put a pin in that and we'll come back to that. But, um, so for that relationship, like, I don't know. I think that's just kind of how I register it. And then also, like, the three of us were really good friends. Yeah. Or I would say you were really good friends with her. And then obviously I was friends with her or whatever. I was friends with her first and then you came along. And then you were her twin. You didn't have a name. But I was friends with her before you. <laughs> like, what are you saying? I'm talking about and between me and her. <laughs> I'm so, like, what? I, was <laughs> I knew her way her. before you. I like. was friends with her. <laughs> and then Destiny came along with her hair wraps. Yeah, so we met through her, basically. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, she was like our third will, and we joked about it, but we were, it was Permanent cool. Permanent third will, you know? Yeah. We going so, out? Where y'all going? Oh, we just going to go get something to eat. All right. 
that all right, man, I'm coming. Right. <laughs> you know how some people are like, all right, and go do what they got to do down there. All right, is she hopping in the backseat. Right. That's exactly <laughs> what happened. But, um, so yeah, like with that friendship, you know what I mean? That relationship, I'm always like, I think it's become kind of a subconscious thing where I'm like, okay, like, I've had an argument like this with my sister and we were able to get through it, so I know that I can get through it with you. And I think we we get through arguments pretty good. It's most of the time a one-and-done thing. Because, because I hold our friendship kind of, again, I mean, it can't obviously be on the same level, but I hold it there. It's, like, right there. You know, nothing can really top that other than, like, being a mom, I guess. My relationship with my daughter. Yeah. Or That's going to be your best I wouldn't even say top. It would be, like, equal. Yeah. But I hold, like, our friendship, not even our marriage, just our friendship. Like, you as my friend, I hold you up there. Yeah. And so I never would really, like, do anything to jeopardize that. Or, like, that... That is enough for me. Whether or not this marriage works out, yada, 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 like, I think I'd be more devastated if we weren't friends anymore, as opposed to if we got a divorce or something, or if we stopped living together, or whatever the case may be. Yeah. We were separated. Like, I'd, I think I would mourn the loss of our friendship before I would mourn the loss of our marriage. You know, well put. Is it? I I think it is. To say I couldn't think of what to say like five minutes ago. Yeah, man. <laughs> I don't know what's going. On. See, we're recording at night this time. Normally we record in the morning, but night times it works. Yeah. In the morning, you got a baby saying blah 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 blah. blah. And like we said, she's very she's loud. She's very loud. <laughs> so this is the best time. She's recording. We're recording at night. Night time is the best time. Okay. Right. So, um. But yeah, so with all that being had said, to circle it back to intimacy, like that's why I think that's why I feel like I could, I'm okay without sex. You know what I'm saying? Because our friendship, because like you don't have sex with all your friends. No. You know what I mean? Like, if we're just, if I'm just trying to maintain our friendship or to strengthen our friendship, I'm not worried about sex. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's an additive. Like, when you have a friend with a benefit, like, that's the benefit, (laughs) you know? Like, if we really just break it down, you're my husband, yes. You know, you're the father of my child, yes. But at the core of it, you're a friend with the benefit. Man, I feel used. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) No. Because I'm your friend with the benefit. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we just took it to another level of like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? What's the word of like exclusivity? Okay. All right. We took it to a level of Of being exclusive, right? Yeah. Because that's that's all it is, to be honest. We were friends at first. Mm Mm-hmm. With benefits, and then we decided, you know what? I want to be your only friend with the benefit, and you want to, and I want you to be my only friend with the benefit. 
So let's date. Let's get married. And now we have a kid. Ozora. Yeah. And so it's like, that's kind of where my focus has been. And that's where like, as far as intimacy goes, where I've been like, Am I still being a good friend to you? That's really what what I'm worried about. Not really. Like, sex will come. Yeah. It'll come and go. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's kind of how I am, too. You know, but... I just want to make sure I have time with you. <laughs> you yeah. Know what I mean? Like, that, I spent... Like, I want to spend time with my friend. Yeah. You That's know? like most of the time, like, I'm... I, hey, man. Do I got time to play this game real quick? No, I don't. I got to watch Survivor with Destiny. You know, it's not like a down thing. It's just like... I want that. I want to do that. Choose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can play the game. When Cyberpunk twenty seven seven come out, it's gonna be a different story. I'm not even worried. I know. I have. I have things to do. I have we can my talk about own. like me playing games and being a father another day. Sometimes I don't even get to play them. They just sit there and look at me. Yeah. <laughs> watch you sleep. Sit on the menu screen <laughs> while I'm changing the baby's diaper. <laughs> or me trying to play them, but I'm super tired, so I'm falling asleep with the controller in my hand, like oh, I'm an man. old guy. Cause you are old man, <laughs> you old man. But you know, that's a whole other story. Uh, we could talk about trying to do our extracurricular activities, like you and sewing, me playing yeah. video games, and, and I've just, I think I've just cracked, cracked it. On when is the best time for me to sew? Yeah, but we I shall don't see. We shall know. see. You gotta, you gotta test it out. I've but tested I- it out, but like I was saying the other day about productivity, like my my definition of productivity has changed yeah. because I'm I'm no longer able to do as much as I used to do in a day because you know for. How many, like three hours during the day she's taking a nap? Yeah. You know, so. So, yeah, I think that's that's all we have for now. No, it's not. Oh, we got more? Yes, one last thing. What's the last thing? Since this is this is December, right? right. So this is going to be our last episode of the year. <laughs> what? Why are you laughing? Nah, I'm not saying nothing, you know what I mean? This is going to be the last episode of the year. I, I agree, yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? Because, you know, got this baby down here to be don't going through stuff. Right. <laughs> and so I wanted to, like, pick your brain and see, um, like, what are your, you know, and in going into the new year. I know you don't really do resolutions, but, like, what are you, what are your goals or what are you wanting to focus on in the new year? You know me, I'm all about the short-time, long-term type gold thing. Yes. So in my short term for 2021, I just want to see her grow up. Mm-hmm. She's going to do my best to help my child grow up the best way she can. Because she's going to be one years old next year. Okay. Okay. That's all fine, well, and good. Well, my long-term no, let me, let me goal. Let me not say that. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. It's valid. Everything's valid. My long-term goal. As to, you know, hopefully we can get a house. Or what? Okay. When you say long term, that's like more than a year. Yeah. I'm just talking about next year. Oh. No stress. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I'm just playing it by ear. Shoot. 
<laughs> is there anything that like you want to focus on within yourself? Or... Oh yeah, I just started a gaming blog. That's I want to get that off, and I want to get fans, and I want to be one of those cool people that talk about games for a living and get paid for it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm not gonna name myself random black gamer because I don't want to be the random black gamer. I want to be shot. Is that actually somebody? Someone's there? name is Random Black Gamer, yes. So you're just throwing shade. Right I'm now. not throwing shade. I'm just saying I don't want to be that. Okay. All right. All right. What about you? Glad you asked. Okay. <laughs> so I was actually thinking about this when I was feeding her just before we started this. Um, yeah, so my major goals are to, like, aside from, like, reading more and, you know, getting back into running and all this kind of stuff, um, my major goals are to be, like, to not stretch myself too thin, mm-hmm. you know, and to kind of, like, not necessarily learn how to say no, but, like, own my no. You know what I mean? And I feel like I've kind of fallen into this rhythm of, like, almost a, being apologetic. Kind For what? Of. I don't know. Okay. But, like, kind of like, oh, well, you know, kind of like that. Like, I mean, if, if you're cool with that, then, you know... That sort of vibe. Oh, that's just being. I think that's nonchalant. No, no, no. Because no, no. I, I can say, cool with that shoe. No, 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 no. There's a difference between being nonchalant and then, like, what I'm talking about. Like, for instance, you know, some friends of mine want to come visit and they were like, oh, can we stay with you or would you rather us get an Airbnb? And I'm like, get that COVID test. Yeah, <laughs> like like that, like asking, not being apologetic about about protecting myself and yeah. in this space and being like, oh, you can't come unless you get tested and right. unless you get an Airbnb. But instead, I'm saying it like, oh, well, if you get tested, then maybe you might be able to, or if you're able to get an Airbnb, that would be great. But if you can't, then maybe we can, like, no, I really want to say you're not staying here. I love you, but you have to figure something else out. But instead, I'm like, oh, well, maybe we can kind of, you know, I'm accommodating, but that's not what I really want to do. And so next year... Even starting now, I just want to like own, like own my my shit. You know, like right. if I don't want you to stay here, no hard feelings. But I'm I'm protecting myself and and my family. You yeah. know, and if you really 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 want to come, you gonna figure it out. And if not, then I'll see you when the vaccine pop. You know, December tenth. You know what I'm saying? They talking about going to FDA. I don't know how this vaccine gonna do. I'm not taking it. But when y'all take that thing. And it works out. People can start coming around. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so that's, I want to like be more like just owning it more. Be more direct. 
kind of like me and my friends. Just, I don't really just owning it, you know. Yeah. Like not feeling bad about if it comes off a little too harsh or yeah. if it's like really cut and like yeah. you know, like no, this is this it's is how, what I want. It's yeah, how, this is how it be. is. Like no, you can't you can't come visit right now because of the coronavirus, or you can't yeah. come visit right now because our baby is going through some things, you yeah. know. And I'm not I'm not apologizing for that. Yeah, that's kind of how it was. Like a lot of my friends still like when it's cool for me to come around when they got a vaccine. <laughs> Until then, you'll see her on um whenever I post her. <laughs> yeah, I posted her like three times already. You seen her face? I'm pretty sure some people are gonna shock when when they actually see her because you know it's gonna take a minute before the world gets back to the way it was. Yeah. So. You know, no hard feelings. I just want to, I'm a diabetic and I don't want to die. I have a child and I want to raise. Yeah. <laughs> so. And so that's my main focus for next year is to just like own my shit. And not even just, you know, talking to friends, but just like period. with period, period, <laughs> you know, like I just want to own, own, own myself, own, own my choices, own like my talent, my skill, like, yeah, you know, and really, and also like make things happen for for me. I feel like I've been sitting around waiting for some sort of serendipitous or happenstance thing to happen, where I run into somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody, and I'm like. First of all, the world is broken, so I'm right. not running into anybody right, 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 right. <laughs> at this point in time. And secondly, like I have so like I'm talented. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't say that enough. I tell you that all the time. Yeah, a lot of people tell it. Like I've been hearing that my entire life, but I don't own it. I don't walk in that and I feel like I've I've Somewhere along the line, I've blurred the line between modesty and humility. And I think I've become too modest for the sake of being humble. Yeah. But the two are not the same. They are not. I feel like modesty can be to a detriment of a very talented person. True. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And you can so- be so modest that... You really give yourself the credit as as due. That part. And so next year, I want to just give you give you flowers to yourself. Yeah, I'm talented as hell, bro. Like yeah. when I sit back and I think about all the things that I've done and all the things that I've gone out and got, because like for whatever reason, I've always felt like I'm not the hustling type. But or, you are. I've done so much. So many things that I've said that I wanted to do, I've done. Yeah. I mean, I said I wanted to intern in New York. I got an internship in New York. Mm -hmm. You know, I said. With a fashion company. Yeah, in fashion. I said I wanted to get a fashion degree. I got a fashion degree. Yep. You know, I said I wanted to get married and start a family by my mid-20s. I'm 25. I have a husband and a baby, you know? So all these different things that I've said I wanted to do, and I've really, really, when I put my mind to it, I said I wanted to make my own wedding dress for under $300. I made my own wedding dress for under $300. I did it. You know, and so, like, I don't know. But whenever people are like, oh, you got to hustle, I'm like, oh, I don't think I'm the hustling type. And I'm like... 
You but are. I am. You've done it. <laughs> I've done it, you know. <laughs> but it's just like, I don't know. Some I don't know. It gets it's been getting convoluted for me, those two, modesty and humility. And I want to be more humble and less modest. I'm gonna hold you to it. Please do. You know me. I do know you. All right. Please hold me to it because I feel like I'm just sitting on a gold mine of talent. Hey, you see me every time I got, oh, I want to do this, babe. Oh, I did it. <laughs> Who, you? Yeah. What do you mean? I want to make t-shirts. I made t-shirts. And that's really the thing <laughs> I've been struggling with, like watching you go through so many different things. and like, I don't want to make t-shirts no more. I want to do a blog. I'm doing a blog. Yeah, you just un- unapologet- unapologetically move through all these different itches that you have. I still like, want to make t-shirts. It's just like, that was an example. But um, Yeah, and then like you scratch them and you just, you know, if it if it stops itching, you stop, you go somewhere else and you just do it. And I'm just like... How I just been sitting here in awe of you, like how do you just you just started a whole nother thing, just out of thin air? Like I can't, like why can't I do that? And it's because I'm in my own way. Because it's not that I don't have the talent, or I have to like relearn something, or you know what I mean? Like yeah, all the things all the I all the things I want to do, I already know how to do. I'm just not you got doing all them. All the talent, <laughs> like you got all the talents, you got all the, the skill, you got everything that you need, you, you can do. You got you can take your own photos. You got your own in-house graphic designer. I don't do hard graphic designs anymore. I'm not heavily doing it because, like I said, I got a kid to raise. I don't got time to be staying up all night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But you have me. I don't have no problem with making things. Yeah. And, like, even when I talk to people, like, you know, if I'm venting with, like, my brother or something or, like, one of my friends or whatever, I'm like, oh, I'm just trying to figure it out, blah, 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 blah. And they're like, oh, well, so what are you trying to do? Or, you know, one of my sister-in-laws. And I'll tell them, like, I want to do this. I want to do that. And they're like, well, you've already kind of done that, so just keep doing it. And I'm like, I know, but. And, you know, it shouldn't be a but. Exactly. Exactly. Because I've already done, I've already dabbled in everything that, like, ultimately I want to do. Or right. I already, or at least I have the skills to, like, get me halfway there and, like, jump from that to something else. Like, right. you know, use whatever I've already done as a leaping, like, what is it called? Like a springboard a to get. Huh? Not a leap of faith. Springboard. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, like a springboard to get to where, like, I, the life I want to be living. And, you know, but for whatever reason, I don't know. I've just been in my own way. And for 2021, I don't want to be in my own way anymore. So you're trying to get out the way in 2021. Yes. And I've really been praying about it, like, heavily, just talking to God. And I'm like, look. Take me out the way. Whatever you want my life to look like, like I, I'm not plan. I'm not making any more plans for my life. I'm just going to. You already achieved everything you want to achieve. Now, after you achieve all those things you want to achieve, what is next? So you're just tossing it up to Jesus. Well, I wouldn't even say that I've already achieved everything that I want to achieve because I'm, I'm not like all of your, you know, your long term, short term goals. I don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Your long-term goal when you were in college was like, I got to get an internship in New York. That's in fashion. Boom, you did it. Your long-term goal was get married, have a family by 25. Boom, you did it. 
your short-term goal was to make you dress. You did it. So, your other long-term and short-term goals, you still haven't put them on a plate yet. I've just been, I think I'm just so scared of, of, it sounds so dumb, but I'm so scared of succeeding that I don't even really start. That does sound dumb. Because it is dumb. Why are you scared of succeeding? I'm not scared of success. I'm scared of succeeding. That's what I said. Why are you scared of succeeding? Because then I have to keep showing up. (laughs) It's like a fear. I don't know. I don't think you should be scared. I should be If you're successful, you're successful. That's the thing. I know I shouldn't be scared. But it's like, I... I don't know. I feel like I'm I like I know I'm good enough to succeed at this thing that if I do succeed then it's like oh people are going to be checking for me. Like I'm going to have to I mean, keep that success. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but the thought of that is like uh, I don't know what it is. I think it, it goes is. back to that conversation when me and you had once upon a time like how we want to be successful but we don't want to be famous. Yes. But not even just fit. Like, that's what I was just about to say. Like, I want to succeed, but I also still want to be in my little bubble. Creative bubble. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want people to be checking for me. I want to dip in when I want to dip in and then check out when I want to check out. But I feel like with what I want to do, the possibilities of just, you know, one thing after another, like, like, that's a possibility. And I... I think I'm afraid to get to a point of like having too many opportunities to yeah. where I have to turn down some. And it's okay to turn down opportunities. You still it have, you have okay. that problem now, even with like simple jobs. Like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid that I'm like, but it's I'm, not stupid. It's I'm just so like, you like, uh, what if I can go somewhere with this job? But this other job is paying a lot more money. I think it's way guaranteed too much. To that you're going to go somewhere, but you're like, but this one right here. I think way too much. And for next year, I just want to do. I don't I don't want to think so much. And you can do that. Even though that's part of who I am, but like I just I don't think about it too much. Like I just want to do. I don't want to think about okay, so if I show up every day, this might happen because then I get so caught up in thinking about it that I don't do it. I don't yeah. do anything. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm like... You can do it. I'm going to hold you to it. And please, I got faith in you. Please do. Please have faith in me. Because... I always got faith in you. I've never not had faith in you. I'm like, God, I can't. Can't. You can do it. Can't rule this life no more. Like, you're going to have to tell me what to do next. Because if I think about it, it's, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. But hey... We gave y'all so, a nice little hour and 10 minutes. Yeah, chew on that till next year. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, until we catch y'all the next time, um, whatever we talk about the next time, I appreciate everybody still listening. And you're rocking with us. You're listening to every episode. Shout out to Belgium. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who you are, but shout you out. It's, um, it's probably one of my cousins or something. If it's one of your Destiny's cousins, that's great. Shout out to Belgium <laughs> once again. Um, but yeah, it's been great. Thanks for listening. I'm Rashad. I'm Destiny. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. If you celebrate them. 
if you celebrate them, happy new year. If you don't hear from us, I'm stuck. You know what's crazy? I got locked out of the Twitter. Did you? Yeah, and I can't get back into it. Why not? So I might make another Twitter. So, yeah, I'm trying to hit up Twitter. Um, what's that Twitter support? But they trash. But so, but hit us up on Instagram. We still got that. <laughs> you can't change the password? I changed the password, but he got two step verica- verification. And that was in the old phone. Use the same phone number. Two step verification with an app. But, um. Uh-uh. Yeah. Sucks. Sucks. So, yeah, until I get a hold of that Twitter, hit us up on Instagram. Listen to us on all. Thank you for listening on. If you're on Spotify, if you're on anchor if you're on apple music if you're on uh google podcasts appreciate you all wherever you get your podcasts so until the next time peace you got anything to say you gonna say peace peace peace